Welcome to 5x5 Crypto. Each week, we cover the so what of five crypto developments in about five minutes. My name is Afo, and I'm interested in crypto. Like and subscribe on Substack, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. I think you'll enjoy this week's episode. Let's go. Hey, it's time for my weekly rant. The crescent moon was spotted. Ramadan is here. Now, this is a particularly holy time for the 4.5 billion Muslims, Jews, and Christians around the world. Muslims are fasting from sunrise to sunset for a whole month. Jews are preparing for Passover. Catholics are giving up vices to observe Lent as all Christians gear up for Easter. But the world is losing religion. Mosques, synagogues, and church attendance have been falling in the West. Is Bitcoin the new religion? The similarities are eerie. Bitcoin maxis seek to evangelize and orange pill non-believers much in the same way a missionary might seek to convert a pagan. The Bitcoin crowd flocks to Twitter Bitcoin celebrities like the faithful grasp onto every word uttered by televangelists. The plebs tweeting condemnation at Ethereum enthusiasts are reminiscent of the fundamentalist voraciously yelling at that all sinners are going to hell. And some tout Bitcoin as a solution to all sorts of problems, just as a devout look to God. But I guess the difference is that we have not had any Bitcoin holy wars. So much blood has been shed in the name of religion. Hopefully, Bitcoin doesn't add to this tally. This week, Miami will host Bitcoin 2022, the single largest crypto conference worldwide. Brace yourself. It's going to be an eventful week. Many of the speeches will be likely be a rehash of content one can already find online, but I expect some major announcements. Controversially, President Bukili of El Salvador is set to give a speech. I have mixed feelings about him. On the one hand, I admire a technology for a leader. At the same time, I'm disturbed by reports of human rights abuses and corruption. This reminds me of the early days when Bitcoin was adopted by Silk Road and other unsavory characters. I hope mass media focuses on the underlying technology, not the cast of early adopters. The reality is that savvy criminals adopt new technology to evade police tactics. This is not new. Don't throw the baby away with the bathwater. News. Number one. Crossover raises $620 million in Series D. Full disclaimer, I joined Crossover's crypto team at the end of last year. We are hiring. Now, funds were raised from an enviable set of investors, including Andreessen Horowitz and T. Rowe Price. Crossover cut its teeth by providing infrastructure for the fintech revolution. The next phase of growth will come from doubling down, expanding internationally, and developing new crypto solutions. Now that we have reserved, now that we have raised more resources, it's time to execute. Come build with us. For more info, check out this TechCrunch article and our website. DM me with questions. Number two, Bitcoin miner goes public via SPAC. Prime Block, a US-based Bitcoin miner, plans to go public through a merger with a special purpose acquisition company. SPAC for an estimated enterprise value of $1.25 billion. 
Now, Prime Block has over 110 megawatts of installed capacity across 12 facilities in North America. Now, it sources about 60% of its power from non-carbon emitting sources. That's pretty good. In Q4 2021, it generated about $25 million in Q in revenue. Now, some investors, unwilling or unable to directly purchase Bitcoin, have gotten exposure by acquiring shares of publicly traded Bitcoin mining companies like Riot Blockchain and soon to be, you know, soon to be Prime Block. Now, shares of Bitcoin miners tend to move in sync with the price of Bitcoin. I've included a chart below to show my to prove my point. Personally, not my cup of tea. I'm going to buy the real thing, but you know, might be an option for people who have different constraints. Number three, Axie Infinity hackers steal six hundred million dollars. I'm bullish about play to earn games. I think there's tremendous opportunities for them to grow, especially in developing countries with high unemployment and young populations. Axie Infinity is the darling of play to earn. This makes the news of this hack all the more devastating. Now, here's what I've gathered so far. Hackers use social engineering and took advantage of human error to get away with $600 million of Ethereum and USDC from the Ruining Bridge. Now, the bridge is kind of like a bank for the game. For context, Axie Infinity allows players to trade characters and win earnings, which can then be exchanged for ETH or USDC and withdrawn for use in the real world. The impact was swift. 34% drop in volume of trading in the Axie Infinity marketplace within a day, according to DAP Radar. But many Axie players, while frustrated, have continued to play on. Interesting. Investors in Sky Mavis, the, the Purdue developers of Axie Infinity, include Mark Cuban, Alexis Ohanian, and Animoca Brands. Sky Mavis has said that they will make impacted players whole. Jeez. I hope they have insurance for that. $600 million is a pretty penny. I doubt they do, though. Unfortunately, this hack is not an isolated incident. Over the past year, hackers have exploited the weaknesses in Ronan Bridges to steal over a billion dollars. I think it's essential that we improve security. It will be the key to restoring user confidence as these games look to go mainstream. The Philippines is the biggest market for Axie Infinity, where they have 2.5 million players who have captured about 2% of the population. For Axie Infinity to go from 2.5 to 25 million players in the Philippines, that road will need to be paved with tougher, resilient security that is not having these sorts of hacks. Number four, US crypto policy debate heating up. President Biden's executive order on crypto has intensified ongoing debates around how to regulate crypto. This week, Senator Elizabeth Warren once again voiced her support for the US to issue a central bank-backed digital currency. She thinks a well-designed CBDC could drive out private digital currencies like Bitcoin and improve the safety and efficiency of the market. Opponents fear the CBDC will give the US government unprecedented surveillance over citizens. Additionally, they fear that a CBDC, which the Federal Reserve could issue at will, 
would not be sound money. Rather, it would be an extension of the current system where the U.S. government prints billions of dollars wherever it wants to, especially over the past two years. In contrast, Bitcoin is a deflationary store of value that will only be 21 million Bitcoin. Meanwhile, Senator Cynthia Lewis is working on a new bill that will propose rules to clarify the role of the SEC and other agencies and provide definitions that would classify many popular tokens as securities. The definition of whether a token is a security is key. If tokens like Solana are deemed to be securities, then they would need to be registered with the SEC. Crypto exchanges would need to delist them or become broker-dealers, and a host of other implications and adjustments would need to take effect. The net impact is that they would likely increase the cost of serving the customer. Now that said, I wonder if there might be some consumer benefits. I need to dig into this more. That's all, folks. I hope you have a great week ahead. Thank you.